Hi, this is Marilyn Gigliotti. Uh, you know me from Clerks and uh, soon to be Clerks 3. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Hey, the Wayward Sons, come on, you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Tim, Doyle, and Gabe. <laughs> Can you hear me better now? Yes. Yeah. And we were able to hear you before. And we're recording. Oh. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, Shit, how do guys. I start these shows? <laughs> so it's going to be five minutes. He's just pulling in. <laughs> <laughs> I you, like, just get ago. that text message? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Dude, I went to the bank and then the Starbucks for, like, an hour before the show started thinking I'd be fine. There's fucking people everywhere. It was a busy day out there on the streets, man. Alicia All and I the... took a run up to uh, Denver, and it was, like, pretty busy. Lots of traffic, lots of people. Yeah, it's yeah. like nobody knows there's a pandemic going on or anything. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, bitches. It's fun. <laughs> hey, season uh, one through four of Supernatural. That's what we're here to discuss. Oh, right on. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. As always, I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. And I'm Juan. Juan had this delicious idea that we uh, consume. If you hadn't consumed all of it, you do consume all <laughs> of Supernatural. <laughs> Fortunately, me and Doyle had already seen pretty good chunks of it. Um, and then Juan, I don't, I think Juan, you did like, you like did some kind of list that yeah. make, made you hit the key points. And then Tim said, no. So one, so, <laughs> so one, one through three, I did all. And then I was like, there's gotta be a faster way because there's so much monster of the week in this, in this series. I was like, there's gotta be a different way to watch this so I can just move forward with the story. And people on Reddit have created this giant list of all of the episodes to avoid if you just don't want to watch filler episodes. So if you just want the story, that's pretty cool. Actually. Um, I ended up leaning on one of those lists today to get through season 15 uh, cause, and there's going to be a gap in my knowledge for sure. Where like of seasons that I was unable to get to, I was even fast watching on, on, uh, you or on, um, Netflix. Like, cause if you're watching Netflix on a laptop, you can like, you can run the video faster. Oh, and I was yeah. watching it. I was watching it at two times speed and I still only got through <laughs> seasons eight and nine. Cause that was like 20 hours of television. <laughs> Like nine, a good chunk of 14 and then all like the, the main story. Of so, 15, so, so, so let's back up because I don't want you to, I don't want you to paint me as a dude who's making everybody watch 15 seasons of something in two weeks. So we planned this about a month ago and I said, Hey guys, do you think we could do this? And you all even fucking Tim we're like, we're like, yes, I, I can do it. I don't think Tim was there. He, he no. did. He said that he had watched most of it, just like you guys, and he'd be fine watching 14 and 15. That's what he said. 
and here, here we are a month. Here we are. No, he didn't watch any of it. No, did not. Couldn't find the time for it. Not man. one. Oh. He he well, could he could find the time. He just did chose not to. There's a difference. Some of us work for our money. One. <laughs> Me too. I'm at work from. I'm at work no, I mean, sometimes. I'm work at work. Like 12 to I'm at work sometimes days. from eight thirty until eight or nine p.m. Not watching TV. I can guarantee you our energy levels and physical expenditures are infinitely I'm, different. I'm okay with that. You chose to watch Crow, uh, Crown and all the other stuff. That's fine. That's your choice. But you let's not pretend like you weren't making time for it. You had time for those other things. You can make time for this. I really didn't want to. I know. That's, that's the point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not about not having time. It's about not wanting to do something. Mm, no, it's a lot about not having time. I was already watching those other shows, and I'm not always in control of the TV. And also, I don't really like Supernatural that much. Yeah, I stopped. Is, I, haven't, I haven't watched this fucking season, of sh- an episode of anything else this for the past month or so. Oh, I have. I watched all sorts of other stuff. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I have to. I'm like, no, Tim, that's a right. A lot of the time, I have zero control over what I'm watching. So, <laughs> when I'm at work, I'm when I'm doing work. Most of the time, I'm trying to catch up, so I'm only listening to stuff because I can't put any kind of focus on watching something but that's that's neither here nor there we know we know what happens i mean this shit happens all the time like every once in a while one of us just can't do it and that's fine i mean i'm late (laughs) (laughs) i had to help my daughter make a pot pie today fucking open you piece of shit who by the way who's who's judging the pot pie like what's what's the that's for a class class yeah, it's called culinary nutrition. It's effectively a mix of like home ec and health. Like, so they learn about like how That's to handy. cook and like feed themselves properly and like how to eat healthy and that sort of stuff kind of all at once. It was pretty cool. Like, I helped her cook it. We took all sorts of pictures and stuff. Like, it was a, it was a lot of fun, man. Nice. I mean, I, I like doing that shit anyway, so I don't like pot pies, but I, I, I like I like the what you did. I love pot pies. They're delicious. How could you hate pot pies? I don't know. I've just never enjoyed a pot pie. I've never had a good pot pie from anywhere. I don't like peas. I don't I don't usually like a lot of the stuff that generally comes in a pot pie. Just Juan coming. just doesn't like good things. Yeah, it could You're be coming back around. I was about to say it's coming back it around. Be. Juan's a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> I gave right, I gave get, myself that name, by the way. Um, let's get, so see, let's get started on maybe that'll one be Juan's shirt. So season <laughs> season one, I just wrote uh, sets up the show, tells the Winchesters' backstory, and sets up their current mission, uh, which uh, the whole first season is mainly uh, like mythical monsters. Uh, um, I forget what the what the proper name for them is. Um, they're also trying to find their father uh, and their mother's killer, and we meet Bobby Singer in the season finale for the first time. The main villain is Azazel, but you, they don't they don't name him that yet. But that's who he is. Uh, notable deaths in this season are Mary Winchester and Jessica Moore, who is Sam's girlfriend at the time. Who dies just like his mom. Right. Yep. Yeah, which is pretty savage. It is. Like, there's definitely... So when this show first started, I don't think there was quite as much gore in it as there was by the end. But the, <laughs> the feel of it is a lot 
heavier, I think, for the first like couple seasons, and then it kind of evens out into like regular procedural, and then at the end, like the last couple you know seasons is it's about kicking you in the nuts over and over again so <laughs> it's got those weird like it, there was it's some gore in the first season but no but i don't think i don't think it was quite as like like there's no episode in the first season where like sam or dean is just like decapitating motherfuckers <laughs> left and right okay like the purgatory yeah. season or like probably true yeah <laughs> Or the, the purgatory season. season, just where he like describes what he's been doing in hell, like between the yeah. last episode and the next, he's like, I've been in hell for like 800 years <laughs> being flayed alive over and over again. Like he do he go, he does like a 10 minute rant in the episode. And even that is like, is gory way as shit. Intense. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you can anyway, tell, you can tell these first, uh, these first seasons are, are filmed very different from the others as well. Like they do a ton of, of weird close-ups on, on people just randomly through the shoot season. I don't know if it's to show like a, a scared face or something, but they do weird like shoot ups on, that's exactly what it is. It's really, it's really <laughs> weird, but I, I just think it's a, it's them finding a monster kind of monster of the week film horror. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but so I think in the first few seasons and I remember kind of the transition, like around probably, I want to say around season six is that those first few seasons are like shot, like slasher movies. And then like after that, they're very much show. So shot like standard television drama shows, but with like, violence and gore in them you know like more like something like you would see on lucifer what's that one show that we watched with the the not quite a priest and the lady the not warrior evil evil the show evil Evil. so that's not that's (laughs) not shot that's not shot like a horror movie it's shot like a standard like television drama right you know yeah uh season two continues the hunt for go ahead what Oh, I was going to say, we can't just, I mean, like, the worst episode in the entire series is also in the first season. Which one? Which one? Which one, yeah. Do you not remember the Bugs episode? Oh, where they find the worker in the the hole, and he's all freaked out. It's by far, not only is it the worst episode, I think they, in fact, themselves reference how terrible the episode (laughs) is uh, several times throughout the series. Yeah. But when they first meet Chuck, who turns out to be God, obviously, spoiler alert, but we're going to spoil the whole show. <laughs> um, I think he goes back through, he's like talking about how sad he is that he made him live through all that depressing shit. And he's like, let alone the bad writing. He's like the Bugs episode. <laughs> so, all right. So Doyle says spoiler alert. Juan hasn't done his 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 basic info rundown yet. How long ago were these one? Uh, t- well, t- so season one was two thousand five. It's fifteen years. Yeah, man. like yeah, I know. It's just been a long damn time. But for the listeners, I mean, there are going to be spoiler <laughs> alerts though because like the series literally just ended. Like oh, when yeah, the when did that episode come out? Like I, a couple few weeks, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, maybe so like a week. And they turned it over to Netflix instantaneously. Yes, like Netflix has all of them. on Netflix, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I noticed that too. Uh, season one was 2005 September, and it last aired in 2006. So yeah, it's been 15 years. Um, I was one year out of high school. Also, yeah. Faith. 
I don't know. Do you remember the Faith episode one? I think that's like honestly one of my favorite serious episodes in the entire show as well. When uh, they go to the Faith Healer to heal Dean, and it's about the uh, the under or the uh, the Reaper. Yes, that episode is legit. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead with just the quick rundown. Uh, season two continues the hunt for Azazel after their father trades his life in order to save Dean. Sam dies. Uh, Dean makes a deal with Crossroads to bring Sam back. Uh, the rest of the season is spent trying to stop Dean's contract. Again, the main villain is Azazel. Notable deaths are John Winchester, Sam, and Azazel dies at the season finale. Uh, you gotta love that fucking people start, like, main characters start dying season two. <laughs> like, clearly, they... I don't think they ever intended to make this for more than like four or five seasons. So, tops. so what I read was five was supposed to be the season, the series finale, because it wraps up with Dean going back to his normal life and just being happy again. Right. And then uh, I think it was CW. They're like, ah, renewed for season six, and they signed contracts and everything to keep moving forward. But I think you're right. I think season five was supposed to just be full stop. Because we're like, like we're not done milking this one yet. <laughs> oh, dude! Well, <laughs> for a while, so by, by and then we did three, it for ten more years. <laughs> by, by season three, that fandom is already starting to like. Oh, yeah. dude! I remember serious. seeing like I remember like being in a Best Buy one time and seeing a line for like a season like box set release, and being like whoa like this is a lot of people in line for this like (laughs) (laughs) yeah somebody missed an episode (laughs) season three is mostly about dean uh most about trying to save dean from the hellhound contract uh we meet ruby who says she's a good demon uh lilith hold dean's spoiler alert she's not she's kind of a bitch so if you watch any of this go ahead go ahead i think you skipped over the season two sam is killed and Dean sells his soul to bring Sam back to life. That's the premise of the whole third season about yeah, him no. trying to get out of the contract. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just didn't, it wasn't clear on my end. Yes. So I just wanted to make sure we Sam died. And then, da- and then Dean makes that deal with the, uh, with crossroads is what they call it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, ult- which I think is a really, really good episode as well. Um, oh, where, yeah. they, where they do the crossroads and shit, like it's really spooky. I, I really like that episode too. The, cro- the original crossroads episode with like the blues and everything. Yes, like that was a it's sweet amazing. episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of my that favorite was... episodes that's in season three too is the very supernatural Christmas. It's one of the ones that like it. It's definitely just a filler episode, but holy <laughs> fuck, that episode makes me laugh a lot. Like, like and the the filler episodes are best. I, I, it's not that I don't. Amazing too. It's not that I don't no, no, I think that, they are. I know, that, I know that you couldn't get to them. I'm, I was trying to do I'm this post haste. At some point, I mean, not like forcefully over the course of a month, <laughs> you should watch them because some of the filler episodes, I mean, are just like some of the best so, TV out there. I think, so did you? Did here's a good example. Like in season three, episode thirteen is the Ghost Facers episode. Did you see that one? Yes. So so okay. I I watched all all episodes of of one through three, and that's when I decided I should probably find a faster way to do this. <laughs> the ones that are facing ghosts, like it's seriously like that shit was so fucking funny. And what's great is the Ghost Facers come back. Like they're in subsequent 
subsequent seasons doing their ridiculous bullshit. And like every time they see Sam and Dean, they're like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> uh, Lilith holds Dean's contract. This is the season three is the kind of introduction to her. Um, but Sam stops her. However, Dean dies and goes to hell. As always. Uh, yeah. the, the main villain in this season is the Lilith. Uh, notable death is Dean. Um, yes, at this point, in this point in the story, all three of the win or all of the Winchesters have died at least once and come back to life. Yeah, two of them have come back to life so far. Oh, that's right. Or wait, okay. no, Dean is coming back to life. Correct, but he's still in hell right now. He's still yeah. in hell. Yeah, yeah. All three of them have died. Uh, season, yes. season but four. Dean is rescued from hell by an angel named Castiel. Uh, the rest, hey. of, yeah, I love yeah. Castiel. He turned out to He's be like an amazing dude. Yeah. Are we talking about season four in this episode or the next one? Uh, yes, so one. we're doing four per per episode except for the last one. Okay, the season three too wraps up the uh, Justin Bello. So you watched story. all of it. Yes. It does wrap up a little story, but there's also like a three or four episodes of the FBI tracking them. I forget the one guy's name. He's one of my favorite side characters, though. Yeah, and it ends up in season three, and Justin Bellows, the last episode of it, when and they get attacked they, by like the army of demons, and then they inside. all get mutilated at the end. Yeah, and then Willis walks in and kills everybody after yeah. leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he comes back later too as a as a as a, a, a possessed ghost, I think. He's Brother, one of the let's let's be let's be super clear about something that we don't need to state. Literally fucking everybody that you have any attachment to whatsoever comes back at some point in this show. Oh, like for sure. not the not whole Bobby. last Bobby dies and stays dead, but he does use he his comes ghost back, He comes though. back he... twice, I think. He comes back no, it's just, several it's just times. His ghost. It's just his ghost. Yeah. Still back though. I think he comes back, back in until the very last he comes time. Back to life twice. Wow, I'm pretty positive about that he dies. <laughs> um, he gets shot in the head and he does not come back. <laughs> Uh, season four, the after Castiel, the rest of the season is centered around trying to stop Lilith from breaking the sixty-six seals. If they're breaking, if they're broken, Lucifer will rise. Sam is choosing Ruby a lot more over Dean. We find out that Ruby is actually in cahoots with Lucifer. Uh, main villain is Lilith. Notable deaths are Lilith and Ruby. And then at the end, Lucifer gets out anyways. <laughs> yeah, because fucking nothing they do works. Like. <laughs> But talk That's, about, dude, like, I think season four, I mean, I just don't know how anyone could not love this season. At first, like, Castiel's entrance into the, into the season, I think, is one of the best introduced characters ever. Absolutely. Fucking badass. And then you wrap up the story with finding out that Dean is the one who started the seals breaking and Sam is the one who finishes it. And, like, literally this entire four seasons have been leading up into this moment. Like, legitimately, like, you can actually track it. It's right. not, like, a bullshit afterthought. Like, you get, like, the Harry Potter books and shit. <laughs> and so... <laughs> it's true. Uh, and hey, then, I just you. remember when I watched this live. <laughs> I love Harry Potter, but when I watched this live, the end of season four, I was fucking blown away. I was like... Absolutely. So fucked up. So... so and he doesn't season, have to kill Ruby. The no, way that... The way this season ends and the way it's set up basically the next, like, two seasons or three seasons is what kept me hooked on this show the longest. Like, the 
like watching it week to week or like watching it when whole seasons came out. Like I stayed on top of this show through like season eight, I want to say because of how season four ended. Like it was just so good. Like genuinely one of the best moments I've seen on television. It's it's moving. One hundred percent agree. Like it's it's it sounds dumb, but this is like I think the first time that the show like truly like had an emotional like hook into me. Like whereas before I was just watching the show because it was fun and there was monsters and everything, but when you get to the point where like you're actually emotionally attached to the characters, that happens I think in the fourth season for me. What. A- what I think is odd leading up to and through the fourth season is that they're battling demons and it it seems like they believe in the devil, but they don't believe in God. So when he meet, when Castiel's like, I'm an angel, he's like, nah, that's not real. Like, (laughs) like they've been, because Dean says it, I think, right. He's like, no one's ever seen an angel before. It's just demons are, out and about right 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 but it's it's not a i I would assume and maybe i'm dumb but i would assume that if if demons are alive and you've probably believe in the devil that it's not a big leap to to believe in angels like i i I, it's just weird to me that they were just like so taken aback by an angel that appeared i think it's mostly because it's so outside of their norm like and not just their norm but like a generational thing where like their father did what they're doing. And before them, the implication, like as you get further into the seasons is his father was also doing that. And he was right, like yeah, part of a like, lineage like of a, people. Yeah. It's like and and of that lineage of people, hunters and witch hunters. Yeah. That lineage of people didn't recognize that there was a God because he hadn't shown himself for right. such a long time because Chuck is a piece of shit. <laughs> What I, what I also like about Castiel is that he, you know, when he proves that he's an angel, it's not your normal, like, cool feathered wings. It's it's a very dark, uh, like, almost shadowy wing presence. Uh, and he just looks really cool in that moment in, in, a, in a depiction of an angel that I don't know that I've ever recognized. But I believe, like, I was like, oh, fuck, like, okay, he's an angel. <laughs> like, it doesn't yeah, look normal. Him. Even yeah. Zachariah, I think Zachariah tells Dean he's like, which is like the head angel that we've met up to this point. Yeah, he was like, your ancestors were killing like vampires on the Mayflower or something like that. I forget <laughs> that line goes. But yeah, they've been hunters forever. So yeah, it's I, I definitely like it up till this point. The um, the other thing I think like makes the angels cool in the show is that they're not good. For the most part, they're kind of douchebags, which they point out over and over and over again. <laughs> kind of is not the word I would use. Yeah. They are complete yeah. douchebags all the time. Like Even they Castiel. show up and it's just like angels, and it's like why? <laughs> <laughs> Where and were the, you this whole time? Right? The casting too. Like I don't know the guy who plays Alistair, but like one of the best bad guys in the show ever, in my Dude. opinion. The dude that plays Crowley is oh, yeah, so good. perfect. And then yeah. the guy that plays the second Crowley is also like <laughs> amazing. The second oh. Crowley? Yeah. Well, I guess I'm thinking from like Alistair to Crowley. Oh, Alistair is the demon who tortured Dean in hell. And he comes up to and they capture him and have Dean torture him. So Crowley is Crowley in, plays two characters. Yeah, Crowley is like a 
if he's a crossroads demon, he becomes the king of hell. But right, it's not two like, people. No, he's played by two different actors. I don't think so. There's a point where he takes over a woman's body in one episode. I I think that's for more than one episode. Like I think he starts out as a woman. I'll let you know I'm looking it up right now. It's been a long time since I've seen him, but I don't remember that, but it's possible. <clears throat> he's uh Mark Shepard is the main guy. And then Lauren Tom and then Marco Soriano and then Kristen Robeck. So he's actually portrayed by four different people. Yeah, he has like I know he has like one episode arcs where he like jumps in other bodies, but I didn't think there was anyone that like seriously played his character for more than like an episode or two. But I could be wrong. It's been I've been forever since I saw the first four seasons. Right. Could just be something I'm forgetting. I just like that the quote says on IMDb that his character quote just says, hello boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, let's wrap this one up. We'll move on to seasons five through nine. I think that's how math works. Five we through it. five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Good I, job guys. I thought nine too, but then I did it on my fingers and that's how we got it right. You well, are right. Sure. If you don't include five, that's how math works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Well we, well, we all know that Gabe sucks at math. I do suck at math. I'm really bad at it. So, okay. yeah. Uh-huh. Hi- highlight episode for me was definitely Castiel, and I, I really, really enjoyed that Crossroads episode. That that was probably one of my favorite se- uh, episodes of these these four seasons. I definitely... I, I still... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I still really love the uh, very supernatural Christmas. Like, it's just, it's it's very funny to me. It's like, it's one of the filler episodes that I really, really like. Uh, the other episode that I was looking at that I really enjoy on here. Oh, uh, where did it go? I had it. And it's... You still talking about... Uh, it. Uh, I know. No, no. I do love the ghost spacers. Oh, the mystery spot. The one oh, yeah. where, where the, the, is it, is it a shapeshifter or a changeling or something tri- like that? It's a trickster. A trickster. But yeah. It's out to be an archangel, but I, I loved that episode. Mystery spots are really great episode. So mystery spots, a great filler episode. Um, God, Chris Angel's a douchebag is a great filler episode. <laughs> I've always been a big fan of the Wishing Well episode. Oh, that is in the Chinese really restaurant. One. I don't yeah. think that happened yet, but it's definitely good. Monster oh, not, movie oh, is super damn. good. The one that's in like black and white. Yeah, and it's like the old monsters. Like that was a fucking hilarious episode as well. And yeah, well, they meet Chuck too. I forget what episode that is, but when they find out that they are uh, cosplaying themselves or whatever it's <laughs> called. Where he, where they go to the con, is the convention in this one? I think that's in the next season. Yeah, they go to a comic book store because they're investigating the store for like ghosts, and the guy's like, "Wait a minute, you guys are larping supernatural," and they're like, "What the fuck?" And they buy all, the, <laughs> they buy all the books, and then they read about themselves. Yeah, he's like, it's like the meta episode. <laughs> I love that episode. He's like, I don't know what you're thinking, but those those are your pensive shoulders. I remember that line. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Gabe, take us out, sir. Well, if you enjoyed what you're listening to, of course, be sure to check us out on our next episode. And to find out more about us, visit TOTLB.com. That's where you can find links to all of our social media, all of that stuff, and our shop, which has some shirts and calendars and all sorts of cool things. So be sure to do that. 
If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash TOTLB for as little as a dollar a month. You can get extra videos, which I need to make some for you on. I completely forgot about that this week. Uh, excuse me. Uh, and of course, go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash thinking outside the long box. You'll click buttons that are around here somewhere to be sure to uh, subscribe and hit the notifications and, of course, share it with your friends. And finally, uh, give us a call, 970-573-6148. There was once a man named Michael Kirk. He loved doing midgets, and now he's dead. Give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial <laughs> Hotline, 970-573-6148. Until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. And that's why the Discord is not safe for work. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Alby is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production.